0: Hello?
1: Stay. Who is this? Are you ready? Are you on Grinder? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stand the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card, and every week we talk about something horror genre related, and this week we are welcome again with basically co-host of the podcast without being paid, it is Kelly Green. Hi! Ivy. Hello
0: there. Kelly, how
1: have you been? What have you been up to? What?
0: I have been good. I've been working my day job, plus also trying to work on my own podcast because I'm inspired by your hard work.
1: Yeah, and every Thursday we have a new episode. So, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Kelly, anything new in your life?
0: No, except I've been, like, more interested in some scary movies because of all of the podcasting and the reading we've been doing and i noticed your shutter account was actually still on my tv wow I like, Maybe i saw your shutter account and i was like maybe i should watch something scary but i couldn't bring myself to do it alone so there's that but eventually don't
1: you have a roommate and like there's a dog there
0: i could watch with rue if he wants to chill with me for a whole movie <laughs> um rue's cool she likes me but jazz doesn't um like you no no
1: damn jazz did you hear that <laughs> You hear that shit? She don't like you.
0: But she doesn't, like, hang out as much. Like, she'll be in her room by herself or she'll go to language. Me
1: damn dox her.
0: What's new in your life?
1: Well, I'm, I feel great because I had an interview with Chelsea Rebecca, which if y'all have not listened to the interview, go back to the previous episode and listen to it. Chelsea Rebecca is from Dead Meat. There is a great podcast and channel on YouTube, so make sure you check it out. I was very nervous to do that interview, and it was really fun. Chelsea was really awesome, so. Other than that, you know, it was just my birthday, yes. and I treated myself, and I got myself some books. There's another one over there. Um, can you grab it? It's uh, next to Annihilation on the left. Oh, So I treated myself, and I got some books. Oh my god, this didn't kind of go into this update. I really read this book in, like, a week. Wow. Okay, so... I got three new books, three new horror novels. My friend, Ms. Boogie slash Evelyn, Ah. who was originally on the podcast a very long time ago, was in town, and they were like, oh, you need to get My Heart as a Chainsaw, which is by Stephen Graham Jones, which I have heard good things about this. So I was like, yeah, I'll get it. And then I saw some shorter, like, novels, and I was like, okay, I want to do some shorter ones while, like, in between me and Kelly reading some stuff, because we're still... Finishing up the the Black Phone stories, which will be coming out hopefully soon. So, <laughs> I didn't mean any shade by that. I didn't mean <laughs> it like that. But I got this other book p- called Nothing But Blackened Teeth by Cassandra Shaw. I almost said Cashew. Oh. Shawn, cashew. Because it's the, like, Cass. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm just dyslexic, too. Reading this one so far, um, it seems pretty interesting. I'm just a, a little bit in. And then the other book I got is Night of the Mannequins, which we will be talking about later, and it is by Stephen Graham Jones, an author I was recommended, so that will be very interesting when we get to that later in this episode. So Kelly, what are we doing today?
0: So today we are talking about some spooky stuff.
1: Just like horror, news, updates, and some horror-related things.
0: Yeah. So I've got like an event and a movie we're going to talk about, and... Oh! And I'm going to talk about a... Well, since we already talked about Shudder...
1: Oh, we're getting an answer. Okay, go.
0: So, Shudder, if you want to sponsor her. the
1: podcast, please.
0: Please. Okay. So Shutter is doing this uh video, uh, movie special. It's, they're not going to show it's like a. It's
1: like, it's a, like a series.
0: A, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's a mini series kind of like, thing. Like,
1: you know, like diva, like top 20 divas. Right. Uh, that was like on Countdown. VH1.
0: I miss VH1's countdowns. They were the best. Mm-hmm. They were. So- That's how I
1: found out about Tina Marie.
0: Ooh, really? oh really mm-hmm.
1: the r b the r b one T.
0: it used to be my favorite thing to watch with my mom actually it's the way i know about so many movies even though i haven't seen them because mm-hmm. i've watched all these things but anyway they're doing 101 greatest horror i mean greatest do you want to scenes. see who it's who it's directed by so it's 101 scariest horror movie moments but the synopsis is master filmmakers and genre experts celebrate and dissect the most terrifying moments of the greatest horror films ever made exploring how these scenes were created and why they burned themselves into brains of audiences around the world but i did want to say that's one of the interesting things i saw about it when reading the article is that it will have of course things that you can think of i'm sure it'll show you the
1: probably something with jaws
0: yeah jaws that was actually in the trailer, so definitely Jaws. Oh, okay. Probably the shower scene of Psycho. Mm-hmm. But also they were saying scenes from movies that you probably wouldn't expect. Like, they were talking about how one of the 101 scariest scenes is actually from Willy Wonka. So.
1: Yeah, it's probably the boat scene.
0: Probably so. Do they you know the boat scene? It actually the kids, too. Yeah. 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 So God, I, I wonder know, what, what do you,
1: what recent movies do you think will be on there? And by recent, in I mean probably like, it because like the last time that, that they did that, um that Bravo one was probably almost a decade ago, so.
0: In the trailer, I saw Get Out.
1: I think Get Out will be in there. Hereditary will be in there.
0: Something wild, well, hold on. It's like a cartoon, which I do love cartoons. It's a claymation. Is that?
1: Claymation is made with clay and they
0: move it. So that doesn't make it a cartoon. A cartoon would when be like they draw the wild. it. Oh. Claymation
1: yeah. is animated clay.
0: So I actually had this conversation with my friends. I can't tell the difference between animation styles. They all look like 3D movies. So
1: you think that, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog animation looks like Elsa animation?
0: Mm hmm. You, you I think it looks. It. You don't see don't
1: how one's see 2D and one's made 3D? You know how... Like, look at... Like, you know you see how Princess Tiana was made? This was... And then look at Frozen.
0: Guys, guys, that's literally the example that got me stuck. I said, oh, um, because they said, what's your favorite Disney princess movie? And they were like, oh, but I mean like the... The three D, the the I mean the ones that aren't two D anymore. And I was like, I don't know what you mean. And I was like, my favorite is Princess Tiana. And they were like, no, I'm talking about like Frozen stuff. And I'm like, how is Tiana different from Frozen? Because and it
1: was made in, it was made in a two like drawn two D. I hear you engine. saying
0: that, but they look the same to me. So Kelly,
1: <laughs> you're telling me that Wreck It Ralph looks like SpongeBob. It's not the it just same. It's like, like more like they or no something. it no, it's just they add more shades, they have 3D textures to them. The others like Mickey Mouse back in the day, back in the day it's just 2D like drawings. Cinderella I, can't, I
0: can't see the difference. Okay. <laughs> yeah, how can you not see the difference? It's like <laughs> uh, seeing a 3D like version. This feels like some type of discrimination. So. <laughs> how do you anyway, not nothing di- Is that I, like Well, I did have a shape processing it's disorder. Like, Oh, um, I thought this was
1: going to be, like, your colorblind. It's, like, on no, the same aspect of I that. have like, a
0: shape processing disorder. So, you know when you're a kid in elementary school? I don't know, maybe they did it differently. And you like, ate
1: like the Japan- paint the
0: paint chips? No. But when you have to draw the shapes so that they drew on the board, and they're like, copy this shape. I couldn't. Oh, so. Oh, Kelly. Yeah. Alright, but so no, Wendell and Wilde... And Wendell West- and
1: Wilde is the other Jordan Peele produced movie that's coming out. And it's um, Anyways, uh, what else other scary movie mo- moments do you think will be in the 101?
0: The Shining, the Blood... Oh, no, blood elevator. recent ones. Oh, recent ones. Um. Oh, probably something from the new It. <laughs> <laughs> probably something <from> it. <laughs> Hey, It. They-
1: yeah, I can see um, that. I can see the... <laughs> Part one, it mm-hmm. the giant clown mm-hmm. will probably be in there,
0: and then the only other like, like the movies we've seen. I'm sure that hey, you know what? Maybe she Color Out of Space will be in there. I was just about to say those alpacas. It deserves a spot.
1: It might be in there. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Thank you so much, Kelly, for that first little update that we got going on. When is that premiering?
0: Oh,
1: is it? That would have been <laughs> smart. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm fired. Okay, um... <laughs> and this is the last
1: time. It's 6.30pm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. September 7th. Technically yesterday when they listened Tomorrow. to this. So it's already out now, and I believe it releases weekly. So yeah. I think at the end of this month, or in October, they will have the tops yeah. announced. So yeah. I'm excited to see that. I see no reason why not to yeah, watch it. Idea. So thank you again, Kelly, for that, that hard-hitting,
0: Expose.
1: thoughtful information. Thank you so much. I have been intrigued by the Don't Worry Darling. Not the movie because the movie has premiered at the uh Venice, Venice Film Festival uh with a current score of 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. So you know it's good. It is directed <laughs> by Olivia Wilde who also is starring in it. She stars alongside Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, and chris pine as well as some others so just to take a trip back on memory lane about why this movie is so messy originally harry styles was not supposed to be in it it was supposed to be shia labeouf shia labeouf if you don't know is not a good person abusive gave his ex an sti without her knowledge abused her too a lot of bad things not a good man Oh. So when Florence Pugh learned that he was casted, she was like, "I'm not doing this. If he is on board, I do not want to work with him." So Olivia Wilde stated that Shia LaBeouf was fired from the movie. The
0: survey said that was a lie.
1: The survey said that that was a lie.
0: That was a lie.
1: And we also got in the news a leaked video of Olivia Wilde like doing like basically like a Snapchat video to Shia LaBeouf that's, like, begging him to stay. And she was, like, Ooh, she mentions, she references Florence Pugh as Miss Flo. So everyone, like, even her stylist, uh, Florence Pugh's stylist, when she took a photo of her, was, like, Miss Flo mm-hmm. at, you know, Venice Film. Right. So So, we know who. so you know that, like, she's being kind of weird with Florence Pugh and was basically, like, ugh, I'll just, like, make it work because I'll, I'll try to get her on board so that you can be in the movie. So anyways, he's not in the movie. It's now Harry Styles. Harry Styles allegedly maybe had spit on Chris Pine in front of everyone. No, Not everyone is sure, but it looks like he spit on him. And there's some tension between him and everyone else in the cast. And there is even, like, a rumor going around that he maybe got fellatio from Olivia Wilde because they're kind of dating. And oh. Florence Pugh is friends with Jason Sudeikis who was married to Olivia Wilde, she got served her papers... Her
0: paper's on set? Uh, uh,
1: on, uh, on stage somewhere. Oh. She's like, is this something cool? Should I read this? And she looked at it and she was like, oh, okay, got it, in front of the whole audience. She got oh served God. her papers and um, yeah, the thing is that Florence, Miss Flo, may have allegedly seen Olivia giving fellatio to Harry Styles. We don't know if that's true, but... This needs to be the next Feud series, because this is insane. Someone had a group photo of them all at, um... And they're all spaced out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Olivia's here, Florence Pugh's over there. Florence Pugh has not been doing the press for this. She only went to the the screening of the film and was like, that's it. That's all I'm doing. She's not sitting down and being interviewed. She doesn't want to do any of it. So I know she fucking hates almost everyone in this movie, except for Chris Pine, I think Nick Kroll, who's in the movie. Chris Pine, funny thing about him, he does not have a smartphone. He has a flip phone. So when he was taking (laughs) photos of Florence on the red carpet, he had his uh, digital camera. That was just me being like, I think this drama about this movie is going to be more interesting about the film. Don't Worry Darling is supposed to be kind of like a thriller horror about, it kind of reminds me of Stepford Wives, so Um. I might want to see it just because I'm like, Is it just going to be a really bad movie? It seems like it. Harry Styles, in one clip that I saw, had like three different accents in like a 10 second clip. Well, you
0: know, the thing about movies is that he enjoys the movies. And because you get to go to them, he gets to like go. Because when movies happen. The best thing about movies movies
1: is that you go to see a movie. Right.
0: And then when you see it, it's there.
1: It's like a theater uh, film. Mm -hmm. to quote Harry Styles directly. That is exactly what he said in an interview. The best thing about movies is to go to the movies.
0: Yeah, it was, um, then he kept going.
1: While Chris Pine just stood there, very upset. (laughs) So that's my first little, what's been happening in horror. People might not think that's horror. I think the PR team (laughs) is having a horrific time right
0: now. Absolutely.
1: All right, Kelly, what else you got going on?
0: So, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, so it's actually, like, some local... So if you're in the
1: Pensacola Gulf Coast area.
0: Mm -hmm. If you're in the Pensacola or Gulf Coast area then you can check out actually starting in um October tickets go on sale September 13th 2022 for what you might ask so historic Pensacola which is like if you go downtown in Pensacola they have these historic houses museums etc well they do a series of tours and they're all like spooky so that's why they don't happen until October the first date being October 14th but it's like my birthday why did I pause like Shut up. It's anyway. not my birthday. I was like, really? But um, <laughs> it,
1: By your st- terms, <laughs> Kelly was on the podcast three weeks later. I <laughs> was like, it's my birthday. <laughs> so I've been a little tired. I'm like, Kelly, your birthday was the beginning of August. It's, it is now the end of August.
0: Anyway, they have, the <laughs> they have the Murder and Mayhem walking tour. So what happens, you get murdered. No, I'm just kidding. No, you learn about murder and mayhem in the city, but it's it's really old. Because I feel like I'd be uncomfortable learning about, like, yesterday. This happened. No, but it's like... Well,
1: then, like, who got arrested here that was a famous murderer? Oh,
0: Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. You think I'll be talking about him? No, we actually don't do that. It's more about stuff that happened in the historic area. Mm -hmm. So, like, the 1800s, 1700s stuff. Probably Um...
1: some racist shit.
0: Yeah, we. So actually, fun fact: I went on the tour once. It's not. Fun I thought you were
1: about to be like, "Fun fact: racism is bad, y'all."
0: <laughs> it's actually not a fun fact, but there was one stop on the tour where we stopped and saw where a man was hung.
1: So oh, that was this tour. Oh, so are are they just doing the same tour, but they're just advertising it as like it's spooky? Uh, no,
0: no, no. That was for that. It was specifically for that tour because they were like you know, he might haunt these trees. They also had other murders where like this woman slided some man and he stabbed her and her family and stuff like that. So, and then there's the, so there's ghosts and there was like a prostitute ghost and it was just all kinds of interesting things. Are um, you a
1: normal ghost or are you a prostitute uh, ghost?
0: And then they have the Seville Spirits walking tour, the Charlie of the Doom tour, and then the adults-only red light tour. That's Ooh. where you get to learn a lot about the prostitution that was on Palabra and stuff. Like that? Mm-hmm, basically. Mm. So yeah, they've got tours, and you can all you have to do is go online to the Historic Pensacola, and you can get your tickets, or you can go to one of the museums and ask them about their tickets. What are the
1: reviews like, Kelly? So
0: the reviews are all pretty good. Like I'm seeing five and four star reviews on the museums. For instance, one was the casual way everything came across. You don't feel rushed at all. I enjoyed everything. My grandson liked it so much he wants to come back. So I'm, I'm guessing that was not the red light tour. Because um, you couldn't. You be. don't know
1: how old her grandson is. Oh, he that's could true. be 23. Yeah, he could
0: be a whole grown man. So, yeah, or locals will enjoy. But I think other people than locals will enjoy. So, yeah, I mean, it has good reviews. And the price is like $15 for a ticket. That's not so bad. And for the ones where you can have kids, it's like $12 um, for the kids. Mm. So, yeah
1: that's oh my god maybe we can go on a haunted tour we should i'm afraid it's gonna suck though i want to try i want to go to the lighthouse i heard that's haunted i
0: have heard that too and i've never been
1: there's a lighthouse near us that is allegedly haunted
0: but allegedly well so the thing about the haunted tour so there is this one story i do know about this guy named arbana who uh he was found his body was found in the walls Of of the it's now the children's museum but it was Here? Yeah. Oh, okay. It used to be called the Arbana House or something like that. It's like, so he was, actually, we don't know if it's his body, but he used to be a bar owner. And then he went away, like, he went on a trip, and his wife ran the bar. Um, And then he came back, and he was like, I want to run the bar. And she was like, no, you messed everything up when you were doing it. He gambled. He was a... Dick, like all that stuff, so he was like, No, I'm on it, and he was basically trying to like fight her for it. And then eventually, he disappeared and never saw him again. Hmm, I wonder what happened. There was a body in the wall, is it his? Mm, But
1: that's not on the tour,
0: they do talk about it on that tour, tour. okay. The murder of me, because they found a whole body in there. And people do talk about feeling like a heir. In that building, like, weird air. Mama, like that's soft. the CO2 coming through. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Some people have seen orbs, too.
1: Orbs? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know what that means.
0: Like, floating blue ball. That's what okay. they say. And then they take pictures. That's what they say. Have they thought
1: that? that it might be dust in the room? Mm-hmm. Floating blue. Why are you, as a ghost, a blue orb? Why are you, as a man, <laughs> you know those tweets? That I was like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, why are you, as a man, liking girls twerking? That's kind of gay. That's the most recent thing I saw. Because it was, was it was She-Hulk twerking, and someone hey. was like, fellas, this isn't, like, twerking, really? I was like, fellas, <laughs> is it gay to like women twerking?
0: It is. I heard that. One time a kid in high school was like, yo, uh, to the teacher, and he was like, "Is is, is eating yogurt gay?
1: Well is it kelly
0: only if you eat it with like a spoon real straight people eat their yogurts with butter knives i've i've heard
1: butter knives
0: mm-hmm. because mm-hmm.
1: it's just mm-hmm.
0: they need to spread it
1: oh okay well Moving- thank you again for <laughs> your thrilling stories uh, we're gonna move on to mine again kelly real quick we're gonna go to an ad break and when we come back we're gonna be talking more about some horror things that are going on yay have you ever wanted to support the continuation of stay on the line but you don't know how well here's how on patreon.com you can support the stay on the line podcast for just one Each tier has their separate benefits, some include early access to episodes, video additions to the podcast, commentary tracks, and much more. Not convinced yet? I'll show you how to even sew a little on the Patreon. Yeah, you too could be a fashion girl up in this bitch. So if you would like to support, head over to patreon.com forward slash stay on the line and you can start supporting the podcast and it's continuation today. (laughs)
0: do i do that welcome back to stay on the line we're talking about horror and horror things related
1: and updates and such and things that are coming up we're gonna be talking about killer clowns from outer space and no we're not talking about the original movie but that they have a game coming out in 2023 which is kind of exciting because people are like you know this is like the same creator who made the friday the 13th game and that has a lot of issues legally, so they weren't able to up continue to update the game. So people kind of just let it die, mm-hmm. and then that's when Dead by Daylight started being picked up. And then they also made a they're making a Texas Chainsaw game, and then they made a Dead uh, Evil Dead game, which the reviews are like middle of the road. People are not saying are saying it's not scary. So the main thing about this game is it's three players versus seven, so three clowns versus seven townspeople, mm. and obviously you have to survive these clowns killing you and they have the signature popcorn uh boozooka gun that can fuck you up and i wonder i just wonder how that gameplay is gonna be because if it's actually good it'll be a fun game yeah being a killer clown or running away from like just playing with your friends would be really fun because in friday the 13th they do the killer can hear y'all but you can't hear the killer and like when you're speaking in the game only the people near you can pick you up, like pick up your audio. Oh. So I wonder if they're going to do that again and if that the killers can communicate with each other, but to the players, it's just like gobbledygook, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, it's the direct, the executive director from Friday the 13th. It's produced by TerraVision and good GS Entertainment. I don't, mm-hmm. I can't read my own handwriting. But yeah, I'm just excited to see how this game will play out because I think a lot of people are saying like, that's like the the thing that makes us different from the other horror games is when you watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space, you're like, this could be a video game that would be fun. So I wonder. Okay. I hope they nail the head on this because I think it would be pretty fun. Because there hasn't been. I'm kind of over Dead by Daylight. I know a lot of people. There's even streamers who just only play Dead by Daylight, and I feel like it gets repetitive. So I would actually love it if they just connected all these games into like together Friday the Thirteenth, the Texas Chainsaw. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Evil Deck, because they're all kind of from the same period, and they're all made by roughly the same engine of people. So it's oh. like, why not have it as a bundle where it's like, do you want to play this or this, this, this? so?
0: Oh, I thought you meant like combine it within the game scenery.
1: So that's my little thing Hi. on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's coming out in 2023, mm-hmm. so if they need a voice actor Ooh. or if they need me to be a clown oh.
0: for their promo, I will do it. I've been a clown before. Let me get... Before? Here. I mean, like... You still ain't a clown. You look like a clown to me. That was the... That was oh! The oh, <laughs> oh! I meant... Like, oh, <laughs> oh, I've never... Played, oh! <laughs> I've never played a scary game, though, before. I feel like... Well, no, okay. I tried to play one once. What was it? It was, like, something where you're on a shit ship or okay or when and and so you had to keep switching though like every like there was a different character and then they would do something and then then now you get to play as your character and make some moves and ask, ask them questions but oh. we, didn't, we didn't finish so i don't even know what the point of
1: uh that was sh- gonna be resident evil revelations because that's a fun game but it i don't might think, be. no i don't um, think it was that you would have, have gotten real far to switch to a different character
0: oh. It was weird. It was... I think it could have been cool, but I don't know what the heck we were doing. Who are you... When did you play that? It was Langley and... Willie.
1: Okay, we're gonna have to ask Langley what that game was. Langley is a mutual friend that we have, our D&D master. shout out to
0: Langley. Our dungeon master. I love that
1: game. (laughs) That's the voice that Kelly put on (laughs) for her character, Leah, when the first time we played it. But then, the second time we played it, Kelly suddenly lost the voice, so I said, in (laughs) mid-game, hey... Y'all notice how this bitch just lost. She changed her voice when she felt like it. So,
0: and they tried to have their character punch the voice out of me. Oh, and I literally like this. rolled like a two. So
1: I, I, I no, I rolled a one, and went, they, like punched. You should have
0: all. died. You should have punched my voice so bad.
1: First of all, I <laughs> think you rolled a one at one point. And I think you should have, like, and I think the I DM was just being nice, but you should yeah, have just, have like, it sh- oh, it was with cool. an arrow. I <laughs> think you rolled a one. I was like, girl, if if, if Langley wasn't nice, you would have tripped and just shot yourself in the fucking head. I Langley just, was, like,
0: yeah. trying to get she us killed, like, I feel.
1: Well, she wanted us fucking dead. She wanted
0: us dead. Yeah. The thing that we were talking about is this movie called, oh my gosh, it's called Barbarian. I I'm going to pull up it, the cast burnt. because
1: I know that you didn't do it. Oh,
0: no. So, yes. So, Barbarian, it stars. So, it's already out, apparently. It stars. It just came out. Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård. And Justin Long is there, too. And so, it's about a girl who. And it was
1: directed by Zach Craig.
0: So, this girl named Tess is is a woman staying at an Airbnb. And she discovers the house she has rented is not what it seems. So, first of all, I watched the trailer just couple minutes Kelly ago. looked
1: mortified the whole time
0: <laughs> so she so she knocks on this door for the Airbnb and like this guy opens the door and she's like who are you and he was like who are you this is I rent this place and she's like that's impossible I rented it out a couple of weeks ago so blah blah, blah. and he's like oh well let's see who we can call and figure it out it's another super host. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I guess they make their calls. I don't know. But it's a trailer. So basically, obviously, they can't figure out how to fix it. And so he offers her to stay there. And she's like, mm, no, but he's like, I don't know if you've seen this neighborhood, but Lady, you're the one safe. who
1: rented this place at initially. Did you not look at the neighborhood? That's true. Like,
0: is it that day? I mean, and did she? Maybe she didn't drive here. Maybe she Ubered here because drive to another neighborhood. Don't stand outside. Like, I didn't think that was the alternative to just stand there. But, I mean, of course, if she paid money for this, then it's likely that she can't afford to go somewhere else. I mean, I couldn't. She's, like, she finally goes ahead and she's like, I'll stay here. He says, like, the room you're in locks. So, you can lock your room and you can pick whatever room you want. So she's
1: doesn't she, like, sleep with the door open?
0: No. So, she locked her door. Like, they show you, like, in the trailer, it's like a lock. And, like, she locks her door, and then some, while she's sleeping soundly, there's, like, this noise, and then someone running by, and she gets up, and her door is open now. Like, her door is open. No one's come in. No one is in her room, but the door is open, and she heard, like, footsteps running down the hallway. So she decides to investigate by herself, and she's like, Keith? Keith? Because that's the guy's name. And then she gets to the... The basement. The basement. And you hear Keith's (laughs) voice. (laughs) <laughs> Kelly, you are really analyzing this trailer. <laughs> she gets to the... The step step-by-step. <laughs> she gets to the basement, and this she is She passes the pod on the left side of the frame... <laughs> This is where I get confused, though. So, I guess Keith feels oh like, help me, from the basement. And then you just see a series of quick shots about, like, what might it's be. It's just, like, a giant
1: there. tunnel yeah, system down
0: there. Super tunnel. Um, She ends up down there with, uh, what you call it, a flashlight. But then you hear, like, this computerized, like, Stepford-like voice telling you to be calm and everything will be okay. Yeah,
1: it seems like and a cult kind of thing was yeah, possibly there.
0: Maybe. See, you thought cults. I was thinking, like, some sort of. Aliens! <laughs> I was thinking some kind of brain programmer. Like, he kind of made me think of how, and Get Out, he, it's like, you know, this is what's going to happen to you, type thing. And they're like, whatever will happen will be quite pleasurable. And I just don't know what's happening for the rest of the trailer. Like, I don't know what kind of entity we're dealing with. Well, that's
1: because you gotta watch the, movie. Gotta watch the movie. I actually like that I don't think it gave enough away to where I'm just like, oh, okay. I don't like a trailer that, mm-hmm. that gives out everything this is one where i'm like i watched the trailer and i was like yep don't know what the fuck's gonna happen so i'm gonna go watch it yeah and find out i'll probably watch it next week or this weekend Ooh,
0: what, you, you want to tell us what movie that is
1: barbarian oh you
0: i thought you, so you said <laughs> it's this one movie where i watched the trailer and i thought you meant like a whole different film but yeah barbarian does sound interesting i see it thank you kelly you're welcome thank you
1: so much being here we're gonna move on to the last thing which is i'm gonna go into this book that i read called night of the mannequin and this is by stephen grand jones stephen grand jones like i said earlier in the podcast he wrote my heart is a chainsaw right so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna read what the back of This book says so. We thought we'd play a fun prank on her, and now most of us are dead. One last laugh for the summer as it winds down. One last prank just to scare a friend. Bringing a mannequin into a theater, mannequin, Mm -hmm. into a theater is just some harmless fun, right? Until it wakes up, until it starts killing. Luckily, Sawyer has a plan. He'll be a hero, he'll save everyone to the best of his ability. He'll kill as many people as he needs to so he can save the day. That's the thing about heroes. Sometimes you have to become a monster first. Now, non. let me do a non-spoiler thing. You know, the reading for this is, like, the reading level is probably, probably for teenagers. I didn't realize that. I, I was reading it, and I think it's just a little too casual for me. A lot of sentences end with, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, it's a lot of question sentences, and, that's just not necessarily the writing style that I like. So I hope that My Heart is a Chainsaw is a little bit different or is it? it's mm-hmm. a more descriptive... I like descriptive writing. I like to imagine... I, I'm pretty creative myself. I like to imagine a lot of things. So if you're giving me descriptive things in the area, it gives me a way to picture what I'm reading, right? So when I was reading this, I really didn't get that much descriptive writing, so it was kind of hard for me to follow along. Now... I read uh, The Black Phone Stories, which is pretty just dis- uh, pretty, very descriptive. Yeah, oh yeah. Very, very, very descriptive. descriptive. And I read even Final Girls by Riley Singer, and That one mm-hmm. was pretty uh, descriptive as well. Not my favorite book, but it was still, like, something that I could, yeah. like, hold up and keep reading. This one, it was just kind of to the point where I was just like... Okay, I'm just going to finish the book because it's a short story. That's my non-spoiler review of the book. If you want me to do a spoiler review, just me, on this, I will do it for you where I will rant more about this book and how it doesn't make sense to me because, y'all, okay, I'll just do a little one. It's called Night of the Mannequins. Even on the back, it says there's just one. (laughs) Even on the back, it says there's just one. There's no Mannequin killer mannequins in this. There's no killer mannequins in this book. you don't
0: kill anybody? No,
1: you see it once in the beginning and that's it. One <laughs> You only see one in the beginning and that is it. Maybe we do not get it she
0: was killing it. Where
1: where do we see that that he that most of the friends are dead because of this? of this mannequin when did that happen i can't be the only one who thinks this the reviews on this are decent they're like 3.5 out of 5. did you go look
0: at the one stars and
1: see what they said no because i didn't i don't like i try not to look at one stars and five stars entirely because Mm -hmm. like it obviously obviously if someone hates a fucking writer they're gonna give them the worst review or if they're biased as fuck they're gonna give them a high review yeah so like like i said like not to drag my friend I've heard good things about My Heart Is yeah. a Chainsaw, and I hope it's written different.
0: I'm just But saying, this
1: was <laughs> what? Okay, what do you say? Now saying? that
0: you've read it, maybe just look at a one star just to see if anyone agrees with you. But I don't want to. I don't want to look
1: at someone else's opinion on something until I, after I have read it.
0: I'm saying now that you've read it, like see if you're but the only one. But
1: before that before I it. bought it, I just look right. at the general.
0: Uh, I don't even look at reviews before I buy stuff. That's probably a downfall, but. Although sometimes books will have these bad reviews and it actually makes you want to read them even more.
1: And then you read it and you're like, huh,
0: I that review.
1: Now, what, what, what type of, uh, before we close that I'm going to ask you, like, what's the type of writing that you like in your book? Because like I said, I like descriptive writing. I, and that's why I do like books like Annihilation, where it's like, and even uh, Final Girls does this by uh, Riley, is that it's a uh, third person, descriptive, mm-hmm than first person, a little descriptive, slash casual. Third, first, third, first, third, first, third, first. I like writing like that. This is entirely first person. It's a little too casual for me. And I have been... I did start reading the Black and Teeth. And this is... It's casual, but it's a little mm. bit more descriptive, which I like. It's not too... It's not like I'm reading a... Um, I am reading I do not want to sound rude. It doesn't feel like a teenager wrote this. Mm. You know? This feels like... And I understand that's the perspective that it's a teenager... But I can understand that some teenagers don't all sound like that.
0: I like, I do like descriptive. I like dialogue, though. Because I think because my attention span is so short, if I feel like I'm watching a conversation, it can kind of help me. But I do like descriptiveness. Like, I want to know, I want to see the scene in my head. I want to know what they look like. I want to know what the scene, like, I want to know... What the important things look like, like what kind of image I should have in my head. I like imagery a lot, but I also like dialogue. I like imagery-heavy dialogue. Like, don't just say they said, but tell me. You know, like I, I'm, I'm. I will say neighbor. there was like
1: good analogies, like not good analogies, but like some nice, like descriptive ways. Oh wait, no, I'm confusing that with the the other book that oh, I'm reading.
0: dang, that's it was actually. But you actually, know, I'm,
1: good part. Well, I'm I gonna give. Them. I'm gonna give him another chance it's a big-ass book though so I'll have to get that another time juicy me and Kelly will be reading Annihilation next by Jeff Vandermeer after we do black Black phone Kelly procrastinated okay yeah so your thoughts on reading
0: like I can't feel like I'm waiting too long to see something happen yeah like I will say final girls like I got some stuff got happening right off the bat yeah it's like boom 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 and that's one of the things i do like about us reading these short stories is because they are short stories there's only so long you can go without some action Mm -hmm. unless it's one of those weird stories that actually doesn't have any action but we'll talk about that later
1: i feel like this book (laughs) like and i will say like they're like this prank went terrible the prank wasn't that egregious it was a mannequin in a theater. They made it seem like they put a pipe bomb in the fucking mannequin and killed ten people. <laughs> that didn't happen. They didn't kill anyone. They didn't hurt anybody. So What is this a egregious the mannequin, mannequin friend? The
0: mannequin was killing it.
1: Well, he didn't. The mannequin was not killing it. The mannequin did nothing. So, yeah, I wanted to include that in this horror update because that's a book that I read. And if you want me to do kind of like a more in-depth review, just let me know and I'll do that. I'll probably, Yeah. So, Kelly, where can we find you?
0: You can find me at Kelly Green Ivy on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. And you can find my podcast on Spotify or <laughs> Google or anywhere you listen to podcasts. It, it's called Pick it, on, it Apart. Come on, Kelly.
1: Come on, Kelly. It's called Pick It no, Apart. No, it just seems like you like choked on your words earlier. You're like, you can find <laughs>
0: <laughs> my podcast on those things. It's called Pick, Pick It, 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 it Apart. Apart. And that's where you can find me. And my podcast will be starting back up its second season in October.
1: All right. And I'm Terry Card. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. You can find me under most platforms under that name. You can find this podcast under the name Stay on the Line Podcast on most social media platforms. On Twitter, Stay on the Line TC. Which, oh my God, I forgot to say. In the last episode, we were like, oh my gosh. Missy Elliott is amazing. Like, she, like she should direct a horror film. And I told Chelsea, I was like, I'm going to tag her because we're followers mm-hmm. of each other. We're mutual followers. She will see it. And Missy saw it and she was like, I love horror movies, but my friends never want to watch one with me. And she wants to direct a horror movie. So I feel like we need to make like a change.org petition to get Missy Elliott to direct a, to horror, direct a horror movie. movie. Yes. Even if it's just like a short or even like, um, yeah. you know, like um, Jordan Peele just like did a revamped version of it.
0: Oh, Twilight Zone?
1: Twilight Zone. Could you imagine Missy Elliott narrating... Like a cool. Twilight Zone kind of show. I
0: would love
1: that. Yeah, or just like directing sh- I don't know. I want to see it happen, so. And Missy Elliott wants to see it happen, too. And
0: if you need extras.
1: Yeah, if you need extras, Missy, let me know. Uh, my BFF. Or if you want to just watch horror movies together, because you said no one watches them with you. True. So. If you love this podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review on your listening platform, either Spotify or on uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't think Google does any reviews like that. But it... Would mean a lot if you do that. If you want to join the Patreon, you get video editions to the podcast. You're about to get a bonus review by me, I guess, of <laughs> that of the mannequins. mannequins. Mannequins, you know. And I can never fucking spell mannequin confidently. I need I need autocorrect. So uh, maybe I'm the real dumb bitch.
0: Maybe there were mannequins in there all along, and you didn't see it. Work.
1: All right. Any last <laughs> words, Kelly?
0: I love my family. <laughs> all right the mannequin was inside
1: you all along honestly without spoiling it that's very Ooh, accurate
0: yeah. <laughs> that's, very, that's,
1: tagline. that's very accurate to how the, <laughs> the book end.
0: that's very accurate kelly has not read it at all but i know
1: about it that's very accurate for how it ends okay work uh i'm tara card
0: And I'm Kelly Green Ivy.
1: And make sure you stay on the line. Bye. Bye.